Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. Welcome to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and today is Friday and I am flying solo. I am going to be talking about the importance of your flow. Now, over on Instagram, a few weeks ago, I did a few different posts about the importance of your whole entire flow and how it can not only impact your ovulation, but your pregnancy. So I wanted to dive a little bit into what is going on and how we hyper-focus on just ovulation. We think ovulation is the only thing we need to think about. It doesn't matter about the two weeks before, and then we're stressed about the two weeks after until we are ready to take a pregnancy test or we get our flow again. So ovulation just seems to be the big magic. We use the ovulation sticks, we temp, we check our cervical mucus, we do all kinds of things to predict when we are going to ovulate. Now, when we are predicting ovulation, that's all we're really doing. We are kind of predicting that we are going to get this LH surge and the egg is released and surely we will get pregnant. But if you read any of the posts that I did, you know that there is so much more going on during your cycle that you need to be aware of to have a good ovulation, a healthy ovulation, a healthy egg, and then healthy implantation, and then on and on and on until your beautiful baby is born. So we all have some basic knowledge about our hormones and how that controls each side of our phase. So after you have your flow, you go into the follicular phase. Now, this phase is all about maturing the egg for releasing from the ovaries. Now, when we talk about a mature egg, now it takes an egg three months to fully mature And this is why it's super important that you want to prepare your body as much as you possibly can. And that's why the three months always comes into play is because that's the least amount of time that you need to really have a big impact on your egg. And now this is the same with sperm. Sperm has a three-month life cycle as well. So that's why when you ever do a coaching session with me or any other you know, fertility coach or functional medicine practitioner, we always recommend three months of diet and lifestyle changes to really help you maximize your chances. Now, three months might not be enough. You, depending on your genetics and, you know, how deep your issue actually is, you might need a lot more time to get the rest of your body into shape. Um, And that includes your endocrine system, your gut health, because those two things have a great impact on your egg health. So let's say like for me example, if I um, just took three months to improve my situation, I probably would have 
been able to be healthy enough to, you know, maybe have a successful IVF round, but not necessarily get pregnant naturally. So I know it's really frustrating to take time to improve your situation because you feel like time's not on your side already. You've already probably done lots of things. So it's really important just to keep that in mind when you're doing things. But let's get back to your flow. I always go off on a good gut health tangent. So during this phase, your pituitary gland, which is located in your brain, needs to talk to your ovaries. Now, this is why the endocrine system is so important to look at and see if it is functioning correctly because the pituitary gland is at the top and your ovaries are at the bottom and you've got a few other glands and organs that all talk together and sync in what is called the endocrine system. So we want to make sure that we're just not supporting our ovaries we are supporting everything else. So sometimes when I talk about just supporting our ovaries, we hyper-focus on what supplements we need to take or what is the right diet that we need to do to improve egg quality. Um, but we really miss the piece on stress. And I know that people talk about just relaxing, but we, as you know, you listen to this podcast, we're almost or we're over a year now, um, that we need to look at the whole entire body. And when you are type A and super stressed about everything, not just infertility, it can really wreak havoc on your endocrine system, which is going to wreak havoc on your A quality and your ovulation. So estrogen is your dominant hormone during this phase, and that is to help you produce a really nice, thick um, lining so your egg can implant in that. So this is super important for a successful pregnancy. If your lining is too thin, the egg is not going to have a secure place to live. So that is your first phase. Then we get on to the big show of ovulation. Now, like I said, we hyper-focus on predicting ovulation. So that is what we, that's like one of the first things you do when you try to conceive. Um, if it hasn't happened in a few months is that you try to temp you use a thermometer before you get out of bed, you check your you know, cervical mucus, and you use your at-home um, ovulation test strips. Now, this is great to prove that you have an LH surge, but this doesn't tell us anything about your health and the health of your ovulation or the health of the egg that got released. So your dominant follicle is going to produce an egg. And the timing of this is important because if you are kind of like off kilter, it could really have some issues on your embryo, maybe having some defects or even having you know, sufficient time for the second phase of your ovulation to allow the egg to mature, your lining, the implantation. Your egg and your sperm meet, you now have a beautiful embryo. 
And for a lot of us, we get our period again and again and again, even though we feel that we are ovulating correctly with the confirmed, you know, peak fertility through the LH surge or your temping and charting. But what happens is that progesterone is your dominant hormone during this stage. And if you are estrogen dominant or you are, you know, having issues, hormone issues and not producing enough progesterone, that's where you will fall into a luteal phase defect, they call it. Now, traditionally, we have always tested it around day 21 in your doctor's office by a blood test. And um, there's a few issues with this. Um, one is that day 21 might not be the best day for you to test, depending on when you actually ovulated. So having that information of um, when you actually had your LH surge or your peak day of for, um, is super important to know when you need to test for levels of progesterone. The other issue with just getting a day one or a, a day 21 test in your doctor's office is that it's literally just one day. So your hormones can really fluctuate from day to day. So you really need a snapshot um, over a few days of what your hormone levels are doing. Now this can be done at home now with a um, test called Prove, which is a great way to see at home really cheaply what your progesterone levels are like. Now they don't test specifically for progesterone. They test for they test for PDG levels. And this is between the days, between days seven and ten after peak fertility. And this can confirm a successful ovulation and it helps you know what your hormones are doing, which is incredible incredibly important. This is the information you need if you are dealing with unexplained infertility, if you are dealing with PCOS and you really need to track your ovulation if you're all over the place. Um, and this just this information is just key to another piece of your puzzle that you need to obtain. And it's a really simple way to obtain it now. So I really highly suggest this is not, um, I'm not getting paid to say this. Um, I really do believe in this product and I think that it can help answer some questions um, for a lot of women who month after month see an LH surge and just aren't getting pregnant. Now, I know for me, I would have definitely done this test and it's highly likely it would have came back totally fine for me. Um, I was having regular periods. I was always ovulating around the same time. You know, they fluctuated, you know, every um, between three, uh, three and four days. You know, sometimes I would have like, um, like 26 day cycle and sometimes I would have a 30 day cycle. 
and that's fine. You can fluctuate between those days. Anything below or beyond that is a cause for concern. What do you do with this information? So either you confirmed you have, you know, healthy hormones or you confirm that your hormones aren't going great. But what you can do either way is really start taking control of your hormones and that is through your guts and your endocrine system. And the best ways to take control naturally at home is to figure out your food intolerances and get on the right diet for you and also reduce um, your mental and emotional stress load that is going on in your life right now. So not only dealing with the stressors of infertility, but it's highly likely that you're super type A and you have been on the go since you were like 12 years old. So readdressing how you look at life on how you go about your day, how you sleep, you know, all these things add up to wreaking havoc to our flow, to our ovulation, and ultimately into conception when the egg actually implants. Now there, you know, to get a little woo-woo on you guys, um, around the time I started going paleo, um, probably four months into it, maybe six months, I was seeing an acupuncturist on a regular basis. And there was two times that I knew I was pregnant. I knew that I ovulated. I knew that little embryo implanted and I could, I, I just knew it. And she, my reflexologist was a Reiki healer as well. And without saying it, I can see in her face that she knew it as well. Um, both times I got my period, um, probably a little bit later around day 30, day 31. And, um, I think at the time I just was like, well, I guess I wasn't pregnant. But looking back and reflecting, um, I knew that I was moving in the right direction where before I had never felt that way before. So implementing all these little strategies, um, it might feel like a lifetime to see results. But when you're in tune with your body and when you start focusing on all the little things of how you feel, so instead of focusing greatly on just ovulation or just the pregnancy, you are focusing on your physical health, you're focusing on your mental health, you're focusing on your gut health and how you feel with inside your body as you're doing these diet and lifestyle changes, you will start seeing the greater picture that ovulation, even though it's incredibly important, you will not get pregnant unless you ovulate, is that it's just one piece of the puzzle of the grand scheme of this whole infertility puzzle that we have to really be in tune and look into other aspects of our body to make sure that we are having a successful ovulation and a successful flow throughout each month. Now, you might be like me too. I talked about all your um, PS, PMS symptoms that you might be getting um, each month and how um, the inflammation in your body is going to make those PMS symptoms even worse 
because that's you know the hormone that gets released during during your period is inflammatory already so when you have inflammation on top of inflammation so for me my pms used to be your bulk standard bitchiness you know the the sore boobs the mood swings the tiredness the bloating the cramping um, I definitely could not get through a period without taking some kind of painkillers, um, the acne, you know, all your normal, typical PMS symptoms that you are told are normal and that you're a woman and just deal with it. When I started improving my diet and my lifestyle, those symptoms went away. And I now, when I, I literally am like, oh, I, I have my period, like, because I see blood. And yes, I still get some cramping. I still get bloated. I definitely still get like sensitive, but it's not, I don't get sore boobs anymore. I don't get the acne. You know, I do not get the symptoms that I used to have when my body was dealing with all this inflammation um, that was going on. So focusing on your small wins, you know, the pregnancy is the ultimate goal. You know, when you train for a marathon, you definitely just don't go out and run a marathon. You have all these small little goals that you have to build up to achieve your ultimate goal. And if we can get you to refocus on small wins during this process, I think when you reach your ultimate goal, it's going to be like, wow, I did it. I did it. And you will see and be able to celebrate all the little small things that you did along the way. And this will also help you keep going. You know, if you're just focusing on pregnancy and it's not happening, you're going to be, you know, like devastated and want to give up on the diet and lifestyle things. But if you start noticing other small wins, you can say, right, I'm on the right path. I can do this. So I hope that helps you see um, a little bit more into your flow and ovulation and gives you maybe a little pep talk if you're not feeling so great about the diet and lifestyle changes that you've implemented lately. If you want to connect with me, you know where to find me. I'm at findingfertility.co and come check out our amazing one-on-one -on -one coaching programs that I have right now. They are life changers. Um, you might not think that you need it, but I promise you that in our conversation and in the forms that I get you to fill in, I always find a missing link that you might not pick up on. So that is it for me today. Have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Tuesday on another Closer to Date clip. Bye. Thank you once again for joining us here on Finding Fertility. If you're loving the podcast, please leave us a rating or review down below over on iTunes. It really greatly helps out other women just like you who are ready to take control of their fertility health and they can find the podcast and listen and tune in and get all the wisdom that they need. Right, that is it for me today. Have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Tuesday for another Closer to Day clip.